0: Hi, welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Alex Papas, Senior Pastor at Oceans Unite Christian Center. Well, good evening, everybody. It feels a little strange to have church at 11 o'clock. <laughs> Amen. But here we are. I'm just grateful that we can do this. You know, I'm so grateful that we can do this. There are many places around the world where they can't do this right now but we can do this and so I'm very thankful to the Lord for another opportunity to be able to come together like this to be able to worship him to be able to gather together the saints how many of you know that it's a very powerful thing when we all come together and we sing worship and praise and we honor our king so 2021 has been an interesting year And for many people, it's been a difficult year. I'd say the last two years have most certainly been very challenging for many, many people. I think if we had to look back two years ago, no one would ever imagine that we would be where we are right now. I don't think anyone would even possibly think that we would have gone through the last two years the way that we have with COVID-19 and so many changes in the world. I think also that so many of us would never have imagined seeing the things take place that have become almost acceptable, I don't think we ever could have imagined that we would have seen that. I don't think we would have ever imagined that we would see change and, and almost like, uh, like these things taking place and being allowed. It's almost unthinkable. But here we are at the end of 2021, and I know one thing is absolutely for sure, And that is that God is so good. God is so good and so faithful. And while I was preparing for this, you know, I am. Every now and then, not many people have never really spoken about this. Maybe my wife knows this, but not anybody else does. But I I write letters to God sometimes. And so I I wrote a letter to him this week. And in those letters, I, I try and be like, like a psalmist. I'm not very good at it though. I don't think anyone would enjoy my psalm, but I think the Lord likes them. So I share with him my heart. I share with him the way that I feel about him. I share with him how grateful I am. And so this evening we, I, wanna, I want us to end the year off with gratitude. Gratitude that we are still here. Gratitude that God still has a plan for us gratitude that we are in, yes, a difficult time, perhaps, in the timeline of of, of the planet, but I think we're also in very exciting times, and I think we're going to see God do the most astounding, incredible, and marvelous things over the next few years. Many people want to talk about this as though it's the end. Maybe it is the end. Maybe it's the beginning of the end, and maybe we're a lot further from the end than what we think. One thing I do know is that God knows exactly when the end will be. And I know this, that I want to live every single day serving Him to the best of my ability. So that when we can get to heaven eventually on that day, whether it be in a rapture, whether it be suddenly, whatever it is or however it happens, that we go and stand before Him and say, Lord, I know that every last breath that I took on earth... I took it serving you. I took it desiring to please you. And I took it with my heart following you completely, totally, and utterly. And so when I sought the Lord about 2022 and said to him, Lord, what? What do you have planned for us? What do you have planned for Oceans Unite Christian Center? What do you have planned for Vero Beach? What do you have planned for the United States of America? And that's about as far as I went. I didn't really talk too much about him, about the rest of the planet to him, but I did ask him, what plans does he have for us? And many people will talk about America like America is finished. Many people will talk about America. And in fact, many of those that don't like this nation will speak death to America. But this evening, I believe that God is still speaking life to America. <laughs> Amen. Yes, America is a divided nation right now. But if you look throughout Scripture, you will see that even the tribes of Israel oftentimes were divided. But there were those that stood faithful to the Lord. And one thing I know about God is when there are a people that are faithful to Him, He will always bless those people. I believe that in 2022, we will see certain places in the United States that will rise above the rest. Perhaps it states, I don't know exactly, but what I do know is that I believe that in 2022, you will see places in America that will be blessed. And other places will look at those places and they will be amazed at how the hand of the Lord is in those places or how it is that those places are being blessed the way that they are. You and I will stand and we will know exactly what's going on. You will look and you will see and you will know that it can only be the hand of the Lord that is busy moving. God is looking for a people, yes, a people even in this nation, a people in this nation that will be faithful to Him, a people in this nation that will declare His Word, that will speak His Word, and those people He will bless, and He will not only bless them, but He will bless them abundantly. Yes, He will bless them abundantly. Your enemies will surround you, but the Lord will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Listen, in 2022, it may not be the easiest year that we've ever seen. We may see things that will be very challenging and very difficult, but I know this, that I see that there will be green pastures. I see that there will be new life. I see that there will be rivers that will flow. And I see this in the spirit and what I believe it represents is that even in the midst of whatever, whatever will come on the face of the, of the planet over the next two to three years, I believe that God will raise up certain places, certain states, certain cities in this nation where we will see the hand of the Lord powerfully. And listen, I believe that Florida is a place that God is going to bless. Florida will be blessed. Florida will be separated. Florida will be set apart. Because Florida is a place over the last few years where there have been people, the church has been rising up in the state of Florida. I believe with all of my heart that the Lord spoke years ago and spoke about a revival that would come out of the state of Florida. I believe with all of my heart that over this next year, you will begin to see You will begin to see like the ambers, like the flames that will begin to burn, that will come out of the state of Florida. I believe the United States of America will see an awakening. I believe the United States of America will see a revival. And listen, I believe that it will start in the state of Florida. You should be excited. You should be very excited. You know, let me say something to you. You know, I can get up here and talk about, you know, COVID-17 and, you know, and all this stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, what do I want to hear? I want to hear what he says. And what will you believe? Will you believe the negative report? Will you believe what the naysayers say and all those that want to speak death? Or will you stand and believe that God can actually still do something amazing? That God can move powerfully? You know, if we look at scripture, God would often just use one person to change an entire nation. How much even more today where God can use a whole city? He can use an entire state to change nations, not only a nation, but I believe that next year, In 2022, it is very clear that there will be places in this nation where you will see God begin to move and you will see the blessing of the Lord upon those places. Now, I said to the Lord, what must we do, Lord? What do you want us to do? How will we do this? And the Lord gave me one of my favorite scriptures for 2022. Let's go to Revelation 12, verse number 10. Revelation 12, verse number 10. How will we walk in his blessing? How will we walk in his protection? How will we walk with him surrounding us, no matter what goes on around us? Here it is. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Listen, you will have to overcome next year. There are things that you will have to overcome. There are challenges. There are things that you will have to face. And the question is, what must you do to be able to face them? The Bible says they overcame him. Who is him? The enemy, the plans of the enemy. What does the enemy want to do? He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he wants to do. He's a liar and a thief. He comes to stop the plans of God for your life. He doesn't want you to believe like Caleb believed and Joshua believed. He doesn't want you to believe that God actually can do something miraculous, marvelous, outstanding, unthinkable with you. He would rather you think that you can't do anything. He would rather you think that it's the end of the world and it's over and there's no hope. That's what he wants you to think. But God says in his word that there will be overcomers. And these overcomers, in verse 11, they overcame him, the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and that they they did not love their lives to the death. That is the scripture that God has given me for next year that we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, of our testimony. Now, I wanna talk just quickly about a few things about the blood that you need to know. You see, the blood of Jesus is so powerful, but must be applied. You must apply it to your life. So in other words, you need to understand, first of all, what does the blood do for you? What's so special about the blood? The first thing is that the blood of Jesus redeems us. It redeems us. Ephesians 1, 7 says this, In Him we have redemption through His blood. Everyone say redemption. redemption. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. 1 Peter 1, verse 18 says, he says this, Now that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by traditions from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without spot, without blemish or without spot, I want you to understand that because of the blood, you stand redeemed. You have been given grace and forgiveness, redeemed. You have been paid for with the blood of Jesus. Can you say amen? That blood speaks so loudly against any force, against any plan of the enemy, against you, your family, your loved ones, or anything next year in 2022. What you need to understand is the enemy will always come, like it says in that scripture, as an accuser. He will come to accuse you. One thing the blood of Jesus does is it cleanses us. John, 1 John 1, 1.7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. How many of you in this place are grateful that the blood cleanses you? It cleanses you. It cleanses you. The blood not only cleanses you, but it also justifies you. In Romans 5 verse number 9 it says much more than having been justified by his blood we shall be saved from the wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his son much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by his life his blood has justified us in other words his blood has washed us cleansed us and it's just as if we never sinned How will you overcome? You see, the enemy will attack you always, but the blood speaks. It speaks your innocence. It speaks your justification. It speaks your redemption. It speaks your forgiveness, so you can stand no matter what the enemy brings against you. The blood sanctifies you. Hebrews 13, verse 12, therefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gates. I want you to understand that Jesus' blood sanctifies you. It is by the blood of the lamb. It's because of the sacrifice, because of what Jesus did, that we will be able to overcome. And you will need to take a hold of that. You will need to take a hold of his blood. It is because you are in covenant with him. Remember, in the Passover, In the first Passover, they had to take the blood of a lamb, of a lamb without spot and blemish. And if that blood was not applied to the doorposts and the lintels, that angel of death would would, would not have passed over them. But because it was applied, it passed over them. Are you with me? I want you to understand that the blood will cause whatever comes against the face of this earth to pass over you the hand of the Lord will be upon you. Come on, somebody, you need to believe this. Oh, well, you know, what happens if we get sick and we die? Well, then we go to heaven. Come on. Then we go to heaven. But that doesn't mean that I don't believe. Listen, when it's time to go, it's time to go. To live, to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Come on, are you with me? We live because we want to live. To the fullness of what God has planned for us, we want to live with every bit that we can and enjoy every moment that we 're on this earth. But when we pass over to the next side it's, we're going to be we 're going to be with him forever. amen so it 's not so bad, but that doesn 't mean that God will not protect you, preserve you, cover you, hide you, and it 's the blood that covers it 's the blood that protects, but here 's the thing that I wanna share with you that's so important. Because God has been speaking very clearly to me about what we speak. What will you say? You see, the Bible says that we overcame, that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. The word testimony actually means witness. What is your witness? But it's interesting because the word witness can also mean like the way you act. But it says the word of your testimony or the word of their testimony. So it's what's coming out of your mouth that determines the outcome of your life. What are you saying? And next year, what will you say? When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. But it will oftentimes be determined by what comes out of your mouth. What is your testimony? What are you speaking? What will you speak? You see, 2022 is the year. It's a year of completion of the fullness of God's word. And I believe it's the year where God is looking to his people to look to his word for the answers. Every situation that you face, every circumstance, every challenge, every moral decision, where will you look for the answer? And if you look to his word for the answer, then you will overcome. If you speak his word to that circumstance, to that situation, then you will overcome. But if you choose to submit to the things of this world, it will not be so good. Is that okay? What are you saying? Hebrews 3, verse number 1. Therefore, holy brethren, Partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, what we confess, Jesus Christ. Matthew 12, verse 37. For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. What you say is so important. Don't speak death over your family. Don't speak death over your children. Don't speak sickness over your family. Don't speak sickness over your children. Don't speak fear. Don't speak death. Don't speak what the world speaks. Speak His word. Speak what He says. The answers to every circumstance, to every situation, to every problem is in His word. And He is looking for a people That's testimony, that's witness, will be a witness of his word. The Bible says, your kingdom come, your will be done, Lord. What do I say? I say what he says. That's what we have to do in 2022. Listen to me, like never before. We have to look to his word for every circumstance for every trial for every tribulation for every problem for everything we go to his word and we speak his word right to the end that's the only way we know how to do it and the Bible says that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony next year will be the year where you will be tested and to see what's in your heart whether you will speak his word or whether you will not, like never before. Because let me tell you something, there is coming a a time in the church where you will see the difference between the true and the false. And those that speak the truth of his word, that's the true church. Those that do not, that's not the true church. And you will see people that will fall away. The Bible speaks about it. And those are the ones who will not stand on the truth, who will not speak the truth. But you, you will speak the truth. You, you will speak his word. Come on. Am I right? Amen. Amen. Next year is the year where what we say and where our heart is is so important. Psalm 19 verse 14 says this, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In the world today, with everything going on the way that it is, There is only one place where everything remains constant, true, faithful, and that is when we go to His Word. How many of you, if you're honest, you'll come to church and you'll hear the Word and you feel so good after you hear the Word, right? And then you go back into the world and it doesn't take long and everything kind of feels yucky again. Am I the only one? (laughs) Why? Because His Word sets you free. His Word redeems you, cleanses you, makes you whole, feeds you. His Word does all of that, and now you have to speak that Word. It has to be in your mouth. It has to be your meditation. It has to be in your heart. It has to be your desire. And I believe with all of my heart that that's when we will see next year those that stand on his word will be separated. And you'll see the hand of the Lord move very powerfully. And this is something that is not just here. This is something that will be global. You're going to see the church. You're going to see the body of Christ. Those that stand on his word, you'll see them rise in the next few few years. I have no, no doubt about it. Many people are speaking all kinds of fear and bad things. Listen, I don't know about you, but I'm trusting God for a good 2022. I'm believing God for a good year in 2022. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter what happens everywhere, but I know that if I'm covered by the blood and I'm speaking His word, that His hand, His protection, His provision, everything I need will surround me, cover me, and be with me everywhere that I go. Amen? Now, there's one more thing that I want to share with you about the blood. You see, when we talk about the blood, we talk about all the things that it does. It cleanses us. It sanctifies us. It's done all of that stuff. But one thing about the blood that is so important is that it's the blood that gives us life. Leviticus 17 verse number 11 says this, For the life of Of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for your souls. Listen, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And Jesus makes this incredible statement to his disciples. In John 6, verse 53, it says this Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, unless you eat, The flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds, On me will live because of me. I want you to understand that tonight we are going to take communion in just a moment. I'll get the guys to get ready and take communion in about five minutes. But you must understand just how powerful this really is because it represents communion. Not only are we remembering what Jesus did, but we are partaking in his body and his blood. There is a covenant that is taking place where we are basically being given life from his flesh and from his blood. This covenant, there is nothing more powerful than this. And you must understand that you have all the benefit of that covenant. In other words, if you're in him and partake of his body, you have nothing to be afraid of. So I want you to know that you have nothing to fear going into the new year. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the enemy. Don't be afraid of coronavirus. Don't be afraid of what happens in the economy. Just stay close to God. The Bible says that that He will make your path straight. He will make, no matter what comes, He will make your path straight and so I I really want to encourage you guys not to fear don't worry about tomorrow the Bible says tomorrow will take care of itself today has enough all you have to do is love God serve God follow God with your whole heart in 2022 and you'll be absolutely fine. Amen. God has blessed many of you in 2021. Give him thanks for it. God has protected you. You can hand out the elements, just hang on to them. You guys can start handing out the elements so long. Last year I made it like by one minute. Actually by like a few seconds. So I'm going to make sure you have the elements long in advance this evening. We need to give God gratitude or show Him gratitude for everything that He has done for us. And so what I want to do this evening after we've handed out the elements is I want us to take some time where we really give Him thanks for what He's done and really show Him from our hearts that there is nothing else we depend on to be our protector, our provider, and everything that we need. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to read to you from First Corinthians chapter number 11, verse 23. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat the bread and drink the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner drinks judgment to himself, not discerning discerning the Lord's body. I think that this evening... We've come together to go into the new year. But before we do that, we're going to take communion, obviously, in just a moment. But I want us to all just take a moment, bow our heads, and just reflect on the fact that we are still here, that God has been good to us, that He has blessed us, He has protected us, He's provided for us. Take a moment and give Him thanks for 2021 for bringing you this far and whatever else you want to say to him take a moment right now before we even get into prayer for communion or anything i just want us to take a few minutes and just say thank you to the father can we do that And so, Father, your word is clear that when we approach you, when we come before you, we should come with thanksgiving and with praise. Lord, it's the end of the year, and many people have been through so many different things. Some have had good years. Some have had difficult years. Some have suffered loss, and some have had much breakthrough. But, Father, one thing remains the same. We are so grateful for your mercy. We are so grateful for your love. We are so grateful for your provision. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for your protection over our children, over our loved ones, over our family. Father, we thank you for every opportunity that you have given us and granted us. Thank you, Father, that we live in this country, that we live in this state even, Father. We give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, for every breakthrough that we've had in 2021. We thank you for every financial blessing. Father, we thank you for all the provision that you've given us. And Lord, I pray that we will never stop being grateful for who you are. We are most thankful to you, Lord, for sending your son who died on that cross to give us life. Lord, you sent your son. A, a lamb without spot or blemish, so that Father, we could apply that blood, the blood of Jesus, on our lives, that we could be redeemed, that we could be saved, that we could be justified, that we could be cleansed, Lord. And we are so grateful to you this morning, this evening, Father, so grateful to you that we can stand at the end of this year. Lord, I don't want to go into 2022 any other way than giving you thanks then giving you praise, then glorifying your name, then lifting up the name of Jesus, then singing praises and thanksgiving and worship and adoration, because we are grateful. We are thankful, Father. In fact, Lord, this evening we we praise you. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Let's give the Lord some worship. Come on, let's lift our voices this morning, this evening in this place. Come on, is there anybody here this evening that is thankful to God, thankful for grace, thankful for mercy, thankful for love, thankful for provision, thankful for protection, thankful, Father? We are so thankful to you for everything that you have done in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, the Bible says that before we take communion, that we should examine our own hearts. The Lord has paid a great price so that you and I could be redeemed and forgiven for our trespasses. But the Bible teaches that when we come to Him for forgiveness, that He forgives us if we forgive others. It's the end of the year, guys. Whoever you have anything against, forgive them tonight. If there's any hurt or anger or anything that you're holding against any person, and that even includes yourself, tonight let it go don't go into 2022 holding on to any bitterness any kind of grudge anything like that at all we're going to take the last communion of the year in just a moment end this year and leave everything behind your past your sins your weaknesses your shortcomings everything that you've done any sin anything that you've committed leave it behind Go before the Lord. The Bible says, examine yourself. Take a moment before we, before we take communion. Take a moment now to go before God and to, and to cry out to Him. Ask for forgiveness. Examine your heart. Judge your own heart. And, and forgive anybody that has sinned against you or trespassed against, them, against you. Let's do this now. Let's take about two minutes and just examine our own hearts before we partake. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching. For more teaching like this and other material, please visit our website at www.oceansunite.com.